what's up filmmakers and moviegoers this is zach and and this is eric and welcome back to the easy podcast last week we talked it chapter two it was spooky yeah it, wasn't. it wasn't spooky it chapter two wasn't spooky good movie though go see it have yeah. fun with it oh mm. uh, and i guess eric's opinion has changed go listen to what his no, opinion it used to be <laughs> it was good it All was right. like the it's a Halloween version of Stand By Me. Yes. You know, it's, it's a good. spooky Stand By Me. Interesting. Stand, Stand interesting that, that, you know, it, it was a s- four years apart mm-hmm. from when he wrote those two different things. Well, first in 82 and then in 86. Yeah. And then, but it still kind of got the same formula. Yeah. But yeah. It's I, good. I, I wonder if that's a common theme with Stephen King. Like, Yeah. I'm going to have to actually go like pay closer attention and yeah. look back at some of that. I haven't but, read much by him. Uh, the, uh, just it basically is the only thing I've completely finished. Mm. And once I found, because once I found out like the shining wasn't the way that like the Kubrick movie is, I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't have any interest in right. reading it because the Kubrick version is so good. Right. So this week though, what have you been watching? Oh, well, um, I've, I've finished one punch man. Wow. And I'm rocking the one punch yeah, man tea, um, today. And, uh, and then I also finished the Dope series. Okay, yeah. And um, which is, you know, it's heavy and dark. And my my wife, like, kind of sucked her into it. And we watched a couple of the, like, we finished the series, or yeah. I did. And so she watched the last couple. And she's like, can we watch something light? And, yeah, a little brighter. And so we ended up watching the Chappelle special. That's not, <laughs> that's not much brighter from what I I've know, heard. I know. And uh, and Joe Coy, so coming in hot, um, yeah. Which was ri- so Joe Coy for us is really funny because my wife's Filipino, and so a lot of he's Filipino, and so a lot of the the jokes are cultural, and dude, they just resonate in our household. <laughs> Uh, yeah oh, and man. so she looks at some of it, she's rolling, and then some of it, she looks at me, and she's like, "You're just making fun of me." It's like, and I'm well, like, "No, this is just our experience." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, try not to get yourself in the doghouse. I, yeah, you know, but it's funny, though. I mean, you have to just laugh at all the different napkins and the Tupperware that's oh, actually oh, cool with. Napkins? And, uh, you just got to watch. It's okay. funny. All right. It's funny. Well, uh, besides those, have you been watching anything else? I, I know. So, you, by you, osmosis. Yeah, I, this is, yeah. Uh, you told me this. This is a little upsetting. I know, I know. So, osmosis, if you haven't, if you're not familiar with what watching something by osmosis is, is that the TV is in close proximity to the kitchen. And so, I end up watching things that my daughters end up putting on and, and watch. And so, I'll get sucked into these different things that they're watching just because sure you know and so the 70s show been like watching, the yeah, these that yeah 70s that 70s show, show with, wow okay so and some of it's not really all that appropriate and no. so i'm like hey uh should you be watching that after i'm sucked into it right but um well the one that really upsets me mindhunter is that you freaking watch mindhunter via osmosis, By osmosis. it's not cool man I, yeah i know I don't. I, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, let's not. Talk Anyways, about did you like it from it, from it, what you saw? It, yeah, I've seen a couple of episodes and it's yeah. not in order, and so <laughs> it's it, it's a little disjointed for me. Sure, but the way it's shot and yeah. film, I mean, it's easy to get sucked into. Yeah, you got to go back and, it's, and just it, watch it right. It's really good. It's very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's one of my highest like that and Chernobyl for this year is probably my highest recommendations yeah. for TV. Um, 
I've been watching, uh, well, I, we tried to watch, my wife and I tried to watch, have you heard of this Carnival Row show with Orlando Bloom and Kara Dinanamana? I can't, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's probably easier than I'm making it out to be, but. No. Um, we tried to watch it at first episode and it was just like, it was so boring and predictable mm. and like just cliche and yeah. kind of like. I don't know. I just felt like I was. I had seen it before, and so we we couldn't we couldn't make it. We couldn't yeah. go past it. So uh, we we abandoned that. I I've, I'll, and all I see like everywhere is like, oh, it's so amazing. It's like I'm, I watch the same show. I just I, I don't know. Maybe it gets better afterwards. But there's so much TV that I'm not going to devote time yeah. building into a series. Okay, you speaking know. about so much TV. So this week was the big Apple announcement. Yeah, and they have now officially said that they have original content. Right. So this show with Jason Momoa C. Did you see the trailer? Uh, uh did you see the trailer? <laughs> yeah, I did. Now, did you watch the trailer because you watched the trailer or because you were watching the Apple announcement? I watched the Apple announcement. Oh, uh, okay. No, I didn't go I didn't search out the trailer. Right. So I watched the Apple announcement obviously mm -hmm. and we'll get into the big part of the Apple announcement in a little bit, but uh, the trailer to see, I was like, oh, this looks gorgeous. It's shot, it on, does, shot yeah. on Alexa 65. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Um, looks beautiful, well, like, like every show does now, you know, right. pretty much. Um, but then I started to think about a lot of the show. Okay, so the premise of the show is that everyone is blind in the world right. that's left. Um, I don't know if it's, like, alternate world or if it's, uh, like... The like distant future yeah i, I don't know I, I don't remember but that's what it felt like it felt, it yeah, felt futuristic. like it was distant distant future kind yeah. of post-apocalyptic right type of, yeah so anyways everyone's blind including jason momoa but then jason momoa and his wife or whatever um partner have twins right. and they have the ability to see right um first off i don't know how the blind people would kind of figure that out like when, when they're babies, they make it very clear. They're like, they say like some throwaway line. That's like, uh, there's something different about them. It's like, okay, maybe you could figure that out. I don't know. But then, but then the thing that really stuck out to me is them putting like war paint on mm -hmm. and different things. And I'm like, who is that for? Who are they fighting? No, you can't see it. What's the war paint for? If everyone is blind you oh, can't it's a see. movie, man. Like, come on. <laughs> no, no. Movies have to have rules in which they... Oh, here we go. When you create a universe, your, your story should have rules that you sure. pertain to. And sure. doing things just because it looks cool on camera doesn't mean it's right for the story. You're, you're not wrong. You're and not wrong. It's just like, there's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of little things like that where it's like, why would... I mean, there's like headdresses and like the way that they're designing. And I, I find it interesting that... that just from the trailer, I mean, and and I appreciate just your attention to those details. Um, I didn't even think about any of that. I was just kind of contemplating the story yeah. idea. I feel and like I'm it's like, because huh. I've seen I've seen a ton of these apocalyptic yeah. shows now. I mean, we yeah. we were going through the one hundred right now just because like my wife started it years ago, and now it's like, well, let's just finish it, right? And now I'm seeing, and by the way, The 100 is an absolutely ridiculous show. Like, there's some really, really insane, strange things they do in that show, just mm -hmm. as a side note. 
but yeah, I've, I'm. It feels like the 100 with, I don't know, like a much higher budget and yeah, the better budget, actors. The bu- like yeah, the, the, it, they definitely did not hold back on yeah. budget. And it's weird because I, I feel like Jason Momoa. He's getting he's getting typecasted now. He needs to. I don't know if he needs to break away, but I feel like I want to see him break away from these like bearded, long-haired roles. Because the dude's not a bad actor. Like he, he's he, not. And unfortunately, you're right. It seems like he's being cast for eye candy for the ladies. Yeah, and to draw the, he was in a Netflix series called The Frontier, mm-hmm. and it looks almost identical to this. Hmm. Like that one takes place like in the 1800s, though, like with um, like uh, trappers and stuff. Right. And um, so there's like a, there's that whole storyline to that, but this feels very much like they just took him straight from the set of frontier and dropped him in the set of C and then was like, Oh yeah, you're blind now, by the way. I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel, it didn't feel new to me. It definitely didn't scream. I'm going to pay five bucks a month, which by the way, that's the Apple TV plus <laughs> right. monthly fee is $5 right. a month uh, to basically get a Jennifer Aniston show and a blind Jason Momoa show. And that's all they announced, really. Right. And then whatever they contract. Yeah. You know, just, it's going to be interesting, you know, and we've been talking about this whole thing about the whole streaming, it's uh, cable TV 2.0, basically. Yep. And uh, we're, we're, we're starting really to see that unfold with Disney Plus and, yeah. and this and, you know, what's, what's coming, what's going forward right. and kind of the reworking of, of, uh, you know netflix has been doing originals so they're already ahead of the game yeah but it'll be interesting as these other networks start pulling their content from and it's already happening yeah like they're already saying that friends in the office are going to be gone by 2020 yeah Yeah. um so yeah things are leaving netflix netflix is creating content but then they're also canceling their own content quicker than and there's a whole article. I think The Verge wrote up a really good article about like why your favorite shows on Netflix get canceled. Mm. And it's because they're worried more about the new subscriber market as opposed to the current subscriber market. Right. So they give a show one or two seasons and they just pull the plug because those people that were watching that show, they've already subscribed. Like they're already in and they're, you know, emotionally invested into that season three that they want but right. they don't care because they need the new subscribers that aren't already there right which newsflash netflix you don't got a whole lot of people left right like almost everybody has netflix now that wants it and whether or not like i don't they got to figure out a new business model because now people are realizing that they're doing this and it's not going to look good right so i mean nbc is a huge corporation that can fund the office for whatever how many ever seasons it was you know and not bat an eye netflix has to kind of buy into that too like the longest running show they have is um i I can't i can't remember the name of it but it's like it's only five seasons and Mm. and they've been doing original content for a while now well and netflix will still survive with you know syndication of shows that that they can get contracted on there they'll still do that i I wonder how long they'll keep doing that or if they'll just eventually become only original content because that i mean they're paying fees right of course to host all of that content so yeah yeah, i mean if everybody starts having their own if fox has their i mean this is already happening like fox now is already a thing well it's it's hbo cinemax and showtime all over again right it uh, that's what it is yeah it's just now it's streaming right so i i already bought disney plus 
So oh, you did. Well, they had a they had kind of a deal going on where you basically get a year for free. Yeah. Um. So you just pay up front, but you just pay the full year as opposed to um, monthly, and you get a, a year for free. I was like, well, that you know, I'm I'm gonna want this anyways. Well, if you buy a new Apple product, you get a whole year of the Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, whatever. Five that is bucks for, a month, though. I mean, that's, that's but it's like, free for I'm a year. Sure, sure. I'm just saying, like, I'm not. But you got to pay a thousand dollars for a new. Yeah, phone. that's the thing. <laughs> is you, you would if you just kept your phone and just paid the monthly fee, you would spend not even half as a much. A lot less. Yeah. A lot less. So like 60 bucks. what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. I, Let I've, me summarize the Apple event in three phrases. Okay. $4.99, 100% recycled aluminum, and three cameras. Yep. There you go. You don't, ha- don't waste an hour and a half watching the event. If you want to know what happened, there it is. Basically. <laughs> 4.99, recycled aluminum in three cameras. And you're done. <laughs> Let's talk about the cameras though. Okay. Cuz we are a filmmaking podcast. Okay. So Yes, the the thing that blew my mind that I was most excited about was watching the Filmic Pro um demo during the thing and with the dual camera thing. With the triple cam, or I guess you had, right? Was, you could see. Yeah, you could do all four of the cameras at the same time. So all you three could of the cameras. At four. The same. You could do all three of the back cameras and the FaceTime camera. F- oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, you can do all four at the same time, and you can live switch between them in the app. My only issue with that, yeah, and uh, Eric's head just blew up. Um, the only issue with that is how do you keep that stable, like? when you're touching the screen you know that, that's right. always been the issue with like the atomos is if i need to make a menu setting change and i'm on a tripod the camera jiggles a little right bit. you don't want to act physically touch it yeah and here's another issue is is that the forward facing camera quality is not the same as well, the back it's not cameras. but it is, they did say it is 4k now but 4K yeah, is, they, is such they, a buzzword. They, yeah, it is. Yeah. And they're like, 4K 60. And then I put, we were watching it in the office, and I pulled up my 10, yeah. which is now two generations old, right. 4K 60. Yeah. I'm like, hello, that's not new. Yeah. Yeah, the, the buzzword is still there. They think people are latching onto it. And certain people do, you know. But us, yeah. we're, we're oh, different. Oh, dude, no. It is the season for 6K. It's true. Yeah, we don't <laughs> care about 4K anymore. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I watched the Apple event. I, wa- I tried to watch Carnival Row. Uh, yeah. We watched, we saw the trailer for C. Uh-huh. And then um, we started watching um, The Chef Show. Season two just came out. Oh, John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. And, uh, yes. Uh, it's so good. The first episode, we got through the first and second episode before I realized that you were setting up for the podcast and then we came in <laughs> and uh, I sent you a picture of yes, the mics and everything, everything set up. I was like, oh, I You're should like, probably leave. Oh. Yeah, I'll be there in a little bit. Um yeah, we got through the first episode. It's it's so good. It's just like it's it's great. It's there's no fluff about it. It's right. straight to the point. Yeah. Um the cinematography isn't like insanely outstanding or anything, but it's it's shot clean. Yeah engaging the like the people are engaging john favreau is such a like charismatic guy he, yeah he um is. and then the first episode has seth rogan like in their cooking in john favreau's like backyard kitchen thing and man it's it's just such a good show and the first season was great so i'm really excited to keep going through the second season but i have to confess i haven't watched the first season well that's okay you <laughs> it's fine it's fine you just got to go and watch it are you are you picking up on 
<laughs> Zach's <laughs> so my, recommend, my, yeah, right my recommendations <laughs> go to deaf ears. That's 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 not my... not true. That's not true. Uh-huh. It's just you know, it's been uh, it, there's been a lot of life stuff happening. So I know, some, I know. Some grace. So Chef's Table, though, you should go or not Chef's Table. That's another show, but the Chef Show. Yeah, go check that out. Watch yeah. the first season. Like it's it's super good to get through, especially if you're watching while you're eating. It makes right, it super. Uh, and if you're a foodie and you're chasing good food around town too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They go to some yeah. amazing places yeah. on there too. Yeah. So they do a lot of cooking in John Favreau's like studio backyard kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do a lot of cooking. Like they go to places, they go to food trucks, they go to the last one that we were just watching. They were at some Italian restaurant making like straight up pizza from italy and these these rolls these like meatball rolls sub sandwiches oh my gosh yeah it just i was just mouth watering the whole time but um going back to iphone because you, you mentioned the three cameras and right the, the iphone 11 pro <laughs> i i i'm more of a fan of the name than the 10s okay so let's talk about the use of the word pro we're talking about a phone here. I know. It doesn't quite fit the caliber, I guess you could say, of pro to me. I mean, they re- I mean, they, I understand they really want to put a a phone in a pro's hands and say this yeah. this is a, a pro tool. Right. I'm sorry, dude, it's still a phone. I mean, I and the ironic thing is is that I I hate those stereotypes and, yeah. and I hate, you know, going, oh well, the, you know, cuz we talk about that all the time. We talk about, you know, this ego thing and it isn't about ego. It's about it's it's not a pro tool. That's I, that's no, nah, I'm going to disagree with you on that. Really? Yeah, I think the iPhone is a pro tool. So, so it, and it here's here's where my argument is though is it I don't think it's limited to just this phone though. I think if it's an additive to a pro's toolbox, maybe I could hear that argument. But the, well, what makes a tool pro or not? Everything is an additive to a pro's toolbox. The camera is an additive to the pro's toolbox. When I think pro cameras. A phone is not something that... I don't think they're trying to market it as it's a pro camera. I think they're just trying to market it as in the same... It's in the same family as their pro line. So what this seems like to me is them getting away from the number system because now they're reaching iPhone 12. So now next year, it'll just be iPhone... uh, I guess something R. I think they'll get away from the. I don't think they'll call it 12R next year. I think, and then they'll just be. So it'd be iPhone, and then iPhone Pro, and then iPhone Pro Max. Okay. I All think right. that's kind of the. But they have to get through this like ugly duckling stage. Yeah. With the iPhone 10R, iPhone 11R, iPhone 11, 11 Pro, Pro 11, iPhone 11 Pro Max. I know, but right. yeah, I, I understand I like. For their branding, they have the iMac, and then they have the iMac Pro. Sure, they have the MacBook, yeah. the MacBook yeah. Pro. Yeah. So that's what they're doing with that. But going back to the tech, I think this... I mean, did you see yeah. the Diego video shoot yeah. in the back lot? Uh, with, yeah. 
But okay, you can't sit there dude, and tell me that that no, does not look pro. That looked totally awesome. But here's the thing. This is the thing that irritates the tar out of me when you when they show those kinds of things. Dude, he he was sitting on a crane on that shot. Yeah. You yeah, sure you're using the phone, but it's lit with all this um, you're, you're probably using these RE lights and everything else and you've got this this back lot. It's this full on pro I mean it's it's a filmmaking studio yeah. that's got all yeah but if and I, then and then okay i'm gonna sit on my crane and i'm gonna take this amazing kind of sweeping shot not cool because the person that watches that sorry i'm getting all worked up but uh, the person that watches that is gonna go oh okay cool i can go make that yeah if you have a hundred thousand dollar budget and you can rent the studio and you have a crane that, uh, that you can sit on to get that shot otherwise it's not happening so it's not mm, there's a mm, well, you, you, are you are you claiming false advertising no i'm not claiming false advertising i'm just claiming that they 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 put a very high production value on those and rightly so they should they're trying to sell a bunch of products to people and there's a lot of creative people that buy the apple products because for decades that's who they've marketed to is the you know the graphic designers and the photographers and the filmmakers now and so but they dump all this money on this really amazing production and then and then they they go look what we shot on the phone it's like come on man come on you're you're the person that you're gonna sell this phone to can't do that they're not gonna have the resources to pull off what you just did and so in a sense i don't know <laughs> i don't i yeah I, i'm not okay. really sure what to say i'm actually. just i i buy apple products but I'm not an Apple fanboy. Okay. Now, so, and people are clapping. Here, I was just irritated oh, I know. watching I can't it. They're it. sitting I know. there and they're clapping at every little thing. I'm like, I know. Are you are you serious? That's not even a new feature. And then, and then they just throw numbers up like billions and trillions yeah. of of processes per second. And like, you can't even get your brain around that idea. And it, they could spit. They can spew whatever. And it might not even be true, and you're still sitting. I'm like, ah, oh, I just want to. No, you're absolutely uh, right. I mean that that culture is is absolutely. Asinine. And I probably will never be invited to one of those, and I'm not mad about it. Yeah, I'm like, cool. I'll, I got something else to do with my time. Yeah, I mean it's not. No, there are cool people that I went my meeting that that are there, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, I, I, I guess oh. I just I don't know. I mean. Okay, and so let me go back to the whole issue with calling the phone pro. And I realize as we're talking where this comes from. I realize where my angst comes from. And I spent many years shooting professionally, doing concerts and sports all over the world, basically. And so there would be at a number of different concerts and a number of these different festivals where some <laughs> I'm filtering myself right now, but some Yahoo comes in there with a phone in the photo pit and 
now we're talking you know a few years back so the quality of the phone pictures weren't like and we're like dude and he's in the way he doesn't understand the etiquette of the phone and it was irritating and it was problematic and they would always come in there with this big ass backpack and bump like oh i'm gonna smack you (laughs) you know what you sound like right now (laughs) crotchety old guy grandpa get off my lawn (laughs) yeah but you're you're also you know you've you've talked You've talked about this like this mentality of cinema know, cameras I versus know, the vlogger YouTuber. I, I know, and I you are know, that person. I at this am moment. that guy. I'm totally that guy. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I got some things to resolve. You got some things to work on. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. You know what? The first step is admittance. Yeah, yeah. At least we understand the problem. <laughs> yeah, and we cannot get to the heart of it. Yeah. But I do, I, I do want to talk. I know, I know you had a lot of setup, um, but I want to talk about that um, the Diego uh, Contreras uh, video that he, that was shot on the iPhone 11. Um, I'll probably post on the Instagram. It was fantastic. It looks beautiful. It now, does. here's the thing: is yes, they had thousands and, and millions of dollars worth of stuff and all kinds of. Did yeah. you know that some of those shots were the the phone was on a stabilizer? Yes, You're following the guy's I mean, feet. And, yeah, and, it, it, there's yeah. no doubt about it. They had yeah. plenty of tools for the job, but yeah. in the end of the day, it was a clean image. It was, and it it was it was something that I hadn't quite seen. There's always this gap between like cell phone footage mm-hmm. and a uh i'm not going to say high-end camera because obviously that's a different league but like a dslr or something well what about tangerine well sure tangerine looks great for you know what it is and i don't think it necessarily i mean that was benefits two, or two hurts. years ago now. yeah sure that was, a, that was a seven i think yeah. iphone seven they shot that on so mm-hmm. um yeah i mean that movie looks great and that was somebody that didn't have nearly the budget of Apple. Sure. But they used the tools what they had and they knew I think what the the thing is with you using a phone is you have to understand the sweet spots. Yeah. And you know how that phone is gonna how that sensor is gonna react on that phone yeah. um to certain things and be like, Okay, well I know I can't blow out the windows because it's gonna just ruin, you know, it's gonna totally milk up the whole image and all yeah. this stuff. So Yeah, and use and use another tool like filmic pro sure that you can control higher some of bit rates things. and yeah. stuff like that the i mean just the one thing i noticed right out of the bat like or right off the bat not right out of the bat uh was like just the overall like compression quality mm-hmm. i they had to have probably used filmic pro when they recorded it yeah i bet because i did. don't think their internal is going to record at that quality um just because they, they deal with a lot more compression and stuff just to keep people happy with their you know internal ssds but um, that filmic pro like whatever they used to film it, it 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 was it was finally yeah at that we're almost yeah. at a camcorder we're all we're 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 there i think yeah i if mean you, you have put, the tools and you have enough you light, put it in the right person's hands yeah. with the right yeah understanding of well, I, those yeah, things of, of, and they're yeah, gonna dynamic some, range yeah. and everything like that mm-hmm. i mean that's that plays such a huge part in it. there's yeah. so much of that video which there's actually a, a color version of it too that i saw later oh, on oh really yeah and it looks incredible as well huh so i was actually kind of interested why they did the black and white i don't know if they were kind of going with like the pro vibey yeah you yeah. know i don't know but I, I was really impressed with it um i'll try well, the color version it, too but. you know it goes back to it goes back to this 
that gear doesn't always matter. And what, what does matter is the operator. Yeah. Oh yeah. The person that you put in their hands and that has been true for, I don't even know how long forever Yeah. (laughs) because somebody even you can put a subpar camera in somebody's hands and they can make something amazing with it. Right. If they have that right skill set. Yeah. And then you can put like the most amazing camera in somebody else's hands that doesn't have a clue in it's trash. Yeah. And you're like, well, how does, how does somebody use this RELS and it's trash? Yeah. You know, right. well, I mean, cause they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. There's not <laughs> enough light. There isn't, you yeah. know, they're, they're shooting. They're at framing and that. So they're 16. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and right. You know, we got to shoot this last weekend and, I was like, oh, I'm, I was really impressed by, I know, and it's something small, but I was like, oh, I liked what you framed up. It was really cool. Yeah. The I mean, leading there's, lines there's and the so way the depth of the field looked like. Yeah. yeah it, it, that's where. So the by the way, encouragement oh, well, to you. Oh, thank you. you know? that. <laughs> um, yeah. That's where the experience comes into play when yeah. you have the camera, because it doesn't matter what the camera. I mean, you look at like uh, 28 days later, like that was shot on uh, EX1s. I think, wow. or not even EX ones, whatever the the gray, like the tan gray ones were that every skate video was shot with. Oh right, yeah, back in the nineties, yeah, uh, early thousand, um, the little mini yeah. DV, like that's what yeah, that movie Geo, was shot Geo at. Geo one or yeah. whatever and it was, that, yeah. That guy, Danny Boyle, he went on to like win an Oscar for Slumdog Millionaire. So it's not right. like he didn't didn't know what he was doing. Right. He used that tool because he wanted that aesthetic to yeah. it. And that's all. That's all it really comes down to is just you get the tool that's right for the story, and then you have to have somebody that knows how to use that tool appropriately. Right. Um, but still, I think I think that video promo. Yes, there's millions of dollars of equipment in it and everything, and not every you know normal well, person is going to get that look. But yeah, it's funny that we were talking about this because I was watching um, Potato Jet um, on YouTube, and he had just done this vlog with like a Canon M50 with this like $30,000 cinema lens. Yeah. And it looked amazing. Yeah, cuz like lenses it was, help a lot. Yeah, and right. it, and you know, when we've talked about this, you know how much the lens means more than the body. Right. Um but yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see him running around with this like $50,000 tiny little quote unquote vlogging rig. (laughs) It's like, nobody's going to, nobody's going to do this. I know it's, it's so, but it was fun to watch. It is. I mean, somebody will do it. I mean, when they released the last Fuji, you know, they had, um, I can't remember who it was, but they had somebody come in and shoot like a whole video with it. And it's like this tiny little mirrorless body and this huge, like prime set. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, that's like, or it's a big like anamorphic zoom. I can't remember what it was, but it was a huge lens. All right, so I do want to say this. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It's our anniversary. Well, I'm not going to remind you next year after that (laughs) song and dance. Uh, Yeah, it's been a year. It has. We've done, this is now 41 episodes. Dude, it's so crazy. I was singing about... I, we were up like in the mezzanine or wherever and when and we, oh, geez, i don't yeah. even remember i just i know we were sitting there we we're talking about work something or other and we're like hey 
What do you think about doing a podcast? They're like, I don't know how you do that. And you're like, we'll figure it out. Yeah, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah. A year later. So cool. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I can't believe it's been a year. It doesn't yeah. feel like it. It kind it of doesn't feel like feels a year. like it kind of feels like it only just got started back in like March, like May, whenever yeah. we did the conversations yeah. at yeah. Cinegear. And yeah, uh, man, it's it's been fun and cathartic and uh, we've had some good talks and yeah, it's uh, here. Here's to another year. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. As long as I don't turn this into some other podcast or you don't turn this into an anime podcast. Or, no, yeah. no. But yeah, while we're on the topic of, you know, anniversary and stuff, we're going to pick some winners uh, randomly. Uh, we, we tried to kind of do this in the past and I don't think it really got the right reaction. Uh, probably just the way we went about it. But yeah. So now at random, if you if you leave us a written out review uh-huh. on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts, right? Uh, probably you know on anything because we're on almost everything now. Yeah. Um, write a review and let us know, and then uh, at the end of this month, we'll pick a winner, and you'll get free movie tickets. Yes. Okay, how hard is it to write a couple of sentences okay. to get free movie tickets? All right, you don't need to, you know, fire okay. and brimstone them. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not, I don't, I don't, yeah. I'm <laughs> spicy today for some reason. I don't know So why. angry at yeah. Apple. But speaking of, speaking of anniversaries, mm-hmm. uh, 20 years for yes. The Matrix. And you went and saw it, And right? I went and saw it in the theater. For the 20-year release. Okay, which part do you want to talk about first? you want to talk about The Matrix or do you want to talk, talk about, about your the theater, theater experience? experience. <laughs> okay, it was cool to watch The Matrix. I've seen it a bajillion times. I kind of wish was, I would have been it, able to go. It was cool to watch it in the Dolby Cinema in, in on the big screen. Um, you don't get that opportunity too often to go back and watch old, old films uh, in the theater and have that theater experience. So that was cool. It was cool to be able to see it again um, in that in that space. Yeah, yeah. But it took them 28 minutes to start the film. There was no trailers, and, and maybe there wasn't supposed to be, but the projector wasn't on. Yeah, oh, my gosh. We sat... It wasn't even on it like the pre-show no, thing. Oh my no, no, there wasn't. It was blank, blank screen, and at like the twenty-four minute mark, they fired it up, and you saw the windows. Um, oh my gosh! Not, the computer it, wasn't even on. It wasn't. You saw the windows alert Ugh. screen. It wasn't even like the boot up screen. <laughs> it was like alert. Like it's not like it crashed. It was like the oh, crash screen. Oh my gosh! You know, with the caution. Yeah, right. Oh <laughs> and my it, gosh! And it wasn't like Windows Ten. Oh no! It was like Windows XP. No, I'm sitting there, and the ironic thing about it was that somebody else had an experience the day before, not in the same theater, somewhere else, and it posted the same screen picture. No way. On Twitter. At another Dolby? At another theater somewhere else, Ugh. like either in LA or New York or somewhere. And and I started rolling, so I took a picture. And they and they were sitting there messing around with the color 
So they were trying to color correct. Yeah. And I'm like, well, make sure that screen is what. And so they spent like four or five minutes <laughs> booting it up and try and and it was like, uh, did you did you film it? No, I just oh. took that picture and it was it was like this pinkish shot and i tweeted back at the guy and i was like yeah this just happened i said most of the theaters are probably on this 20 year old tech Uh, which is absolutely ridiculous so it was i'm like okay you guys totally forgot that this show was going on because nobody was in the room as far as in the in the projection yeah yeah and they fired it up and then they had to tweak the you know the white balance and <laughs> it was so weird it was just an awful experience now thankfully i was there with some friends and was able to just we got we caught up and talked and hung out for 30 minutes before i would i wouldn't have made it that far like if i had just went by myself there's no way i would have been I, I two would, minutes in i would have been like what's happening yeah it was and it was a little frustrating because it was a 10 30 show so it was pretty well, that's, getting that's out not even was that pretty late. late. I mean, that's not even that late for them to like forget about it. No, you're right. It wasn't. I can't I can't tell you how many sh- I mean, they had uh they had like 12 or 11:40. Oh yeah, you saw it at 11:40. I did. Yeah. That was a mistake. So <laughs> the 3-hour movie at 11:40. Yeah, you were you were <laughs> well, pretty sleepy out, the like next morning. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but okay, um Dude, AMC needs to get their ish together. Uh, AMC's the worst. Um, I, I'm sorry. I I have the A list. I'm grateful. I can see three movies a week. Um, I am counting the days when Harkins, um, our local theater, can do some kind of subscription model. Yeah, I I, 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 I reached I, out to them about a month ago and asked if there was any plan. They said there wasn't any plans at the moment. But it just, it has to have, everyone's doing it now. Cinemark AMC, Regal has a pass system now. Yeah, and I I don't want to throw shade on AMC, but they make it really hard for me not to. I'll throw shade on AMC. I mean, uh, you know, I just don't, I just don't, I, oh man, I, I, I feel like I'm stuck. Yeah, no, <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm stuck in this in this like bad nightmare. I can't wake I know, up from. <laughs> I know it's rough, and what makes it even worse is like it's the biggest theater chain in the world. It should be fantastic. It should now, be. when I was in Austin, because we lived there for a number of years, and um, Cinemark is there in Austin. Yeah, and and Cinemark does a great job. Right. And now we, I didn't have a subscription for Cinemark, but the the theaters were clean. Um, the people that were working there felt like they cared. Yeah, that it was like they felt like it was theirs and they owned it and wanted to make sure you had a great experience. And and I had a great experience there. Um, and I get maybe it's because I have the subscription and I go all the time. You see it more I, often. I, I, but that I'm makes ex- it even worse. Yeah. Because that means it's happening that often. If it's happening often enough for you to see it three times a week, I mean, at the most, how many How many other thousands yeah. of people a week is yeah. that happening Now, to? I'm saving hundreds of dollars. and That's not the point. I've de- and I've had the subscription for a year now. Yeah. And um, saving the money is great, but it's like... I. 
I want a great experience. <laughs> right. Yeah. People yeah. want a great experience. They they want to be able to go and and not ha not worry about oh is the projector on? <laughs> I mean, At is the this minimum or uh, I, yeah, yeah, I can understand. Okay, the popcorn maybe is a little old. Okay, there, that happens. Yeah, there's things that happen. Or maybe it's happen. a little messy because a rush yeah. just came through. Yeah, but not having a projector screen on. Yeah, like that's just yeah insanity to me. Like you have such a bare minimum low bar to hit for me to not complain about you. <laughs> and, and the one thing I'm there to do, you don't do. It, turn a projector on. Right. Insane. Like yeah. just absolutely crazy. Yeah. So my theater experience is subpar how was the matrix though it was good yeah it was good yeah. i mean you know it's a great you know what was amazing to me watching it in the dolby in on the big screen the movie's 20 years old yeah and it still holds up like the the tech the just the way it was shot the way it feels the store i mean it's like they could release that if that didn't release 20 years ago if they released that right now it would do awesome. Yeah. I mean, because it still holds up, which is, to me, just mind-blowing. It's such a testament to, like, practical effects, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, the camera work and stuff is yeah. all practical camera work. That's kind of where I feel like the sequels kind of fell off for me. Yeah. Um, they introduced a lot of CGI, and they weren't ready for it. Right. Like, technology wasn't there yet. Right. But and the camera array, the idea yeah. with that bullet time array that they created um, changed how people film stuff going oh, forward, yeah. which was really cool. Um, yeah, you saw a lot of copycats after that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. Looking forward to seeing what they do with number four. Yeah, I'm curious if they'll kind of take it back to. I mean, now now we're at a point where yeah, like CG, CG can do whatever like, you want. So uh, I hope they don't take that and because their last few movies have been not great and very effects heavy. So Jupiter Ascending and uh, uh, um, what, the one with Tom Hanks, I can't remember uh, Cloud Atlas. And I, they were way too heavy on like effects and stuff. I think instead of story, and it just kind of fell yeah. apart. But yeah, I mean, I'll be curious to see what they do. I'll be, I'm really interested to see kind of what they do with the story. I didn't particularly particularly like the ending of uh, the third Matrix movie, mm -hmm. so maybe this will redeem some of that. And yeah, hopefully. Um, I just hope that they bring some some new elements into it, some interesting ideas, as opposed to just kind of a rehash of the first movie with modern effects or whatever you know right so bring yeah. bring new elements to it no i mean there's so much there's so many ways they can take it um story-wise um you know it it's i'm really intrigued i'm really intrigued yeah well i'd like to talk about some gear yeah let's talk about some gear yeah tis this season for 6k yeah gear corner <laughs> give me a music sting um you're the one with the music button. No, it's fine. The, just get, just sing it. Sing it. Do, 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 do. No, not nope, that. No, nope, not like that. <laughs> that oh, was really more oh, it, man, too, that actually. Was creepy. <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird to hear. Hey, Halloween's coming. Halloween <laughs> is coming. You're absolutely right. Can't wait. So excited. Yeah. Um, and we survived Friday the 13th, which was We yes, did, yesterday. just barely. Yeah. Good so day, though. I saw your post. I had to post. Yeah, you did. I just had to. That's... That's your gig. <laughs> I love horror. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize. No, you're not. 
All right. The biggest news in the last 24 hours. That's a little Gear better. Corner. <laughs> All right. This is, this is going great. <laughs> enough with your beatboxing. Gear already. Corner. That's enough. <laughs> Stop it. No. Uh, the IBC is going on right now. International Broadcasters Convention. It's mm-hmm. the one in Amsterdam. It's basically yeah, the... Yeah, it's like the European NAB. Here's the problem that I'm having with this one. <laughs> well, it, it literally is the... It, yeah, okay. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're announcing more things at IBC this year than was announced at NAB this Wait, year. What? They're making it a much bigger statement this year at IBC. You know what I think it is? Oh, gosh, let me get to the news. Okay, what is it? Ahead. Just go ahead. No, it's fine. You've already interrupted me. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> Moo. Yeah. All right. Um, I think it's because of the time of year. I think what, it's what le- time of year is it? It's we got Black Friday coming up, Christmas is coming up, people are buying more gear in the fall. Mm. And bigger studios that have budgets that are annual. That's true. They that have anything left in their budget. A lot yep. of times they need to spend that budget rental houses to be able to yeah. continue to get that budget going forward sure. in the next fiscal year. So, I think that might be their strategy. That's a solid solid thought on that. Thank it's good. You. I'm glad you interrupted me. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> no, that's good. That's sorry, a, not that, sorry. No, I think that's a good point. I think that's a really good point to bring up. Um, I will say this. So personally, my my biggest news, now there's been a few things that have been announced since uh, IBC started. My biggest news in the last 24 hours alone, ProRes Raw yes. is finally coming to Premiere Pro. Yes. I think this was announced this morning. Yeah. Yeah. So this is yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, we shoot on FS5s with Atomos. Oh. <laughs> Wow, Eric's head exploded again. That's twice in one episode. Yeah. This is a good one. This brains is a good anniversary everywhere. episode. <laughs> Eric's brains are everywhere. That's weird. More I guess it is the, you know, Halloween. Oh, now cops. Eric is a zombie. <laughs> ProRes Raw. ProRes Raw. If you're unfamiliar. Premiere um, Pro. Atomos. Boom. And Apple. They got together and they created this new... It's not really raw, but it's like a high, uh, high bitrate, high informational. Yeah, it's like a lossy. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very yeah. close to lossless. Right. Uh, ProRes file format. Right. And uh, just a choice number of cameras have been able to do it. Um, most of them being kind of like HDMI, but then there's a couple that can do it via SDI and right. the FS5, which we use yep. every day, is yep. one of them now. Yes. Um, up until this morning, that was only available for people that were editing in Final Cut X or right. 10, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm be Pro. I'm Pro. <laughs> hey, there's that Pro name again. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I mean, we're, we're look, we're, we're, we're poking fun at it, but, and I, I've heard it's come a long way. Um, I, I just personally, I won't go back to it. So, but now ProRes raw is available for premiere. This yes. is a big deal. Um, bigger file sizes, of course, but now a lot more flexibility in post yep. for getting those colors just right. Because as everyone knows, Sony skin tones aren't the best, um, on their current lineup of cameras, um, that are available to shoot right now. I say that specific sentence because the FX9 was just announced. Yeah. And the FX9 is a 6K full frame camera that records 4K. 4K. So it's doing some downsampling and giving you kind of this 
you know, uh, if you if you take a 4K image and you go down to 1080 in your export, it looks better. You know, right? That's just the way that bit rates and sampling downsampling works and um, all that stuff. So what they're doing is they're basically taking a 6K sensor and then giving it a 4K readout. Yep. And that's good. Like that's actually a really smart, intelligent way. I think that's the way that Airy has done a bunch of their cameras mm-hmm. is having a higher uh, resolution sensor, but then the image you're getting is only. 2k and now right. i think 4k on right a couple things but yeah this um this camera also uses the venice color science yeah so the skin tones are a lot better there's been a couple of official kind of footage reveals of it yeah. um, i think philip bloom actually did uh, one of them but yeah i saw that yeah so i'll try and post mm-hmm. that on the instagram too and um and twitter but so far i've been super impressed with it um as far as features and stuff it's kind of just more of the same um you know the it's a eleven thousand dollar camera which is in that sweet spot that we were just talking right, about yeah yeah where cameras are now going to be you know you're going to have twenty five hundred dollar cameras and ten thousand dollar cameras and then twenty five thousand dollar cameras right yeah and the ones that are between 10 and 25 no one's going to buy anymore right knock knock enter canon c500 mark ii for fifteen thousand dollars no one's gonna buy it right it's it's in a it's in a zone that for another five grand i can have a better camera sure yeah and for five grand less i can have the same camera right yeah so it it we were yeah during the the whole vericam thing talking about they're they're making the right moves by by making it a, a price they're bringing they're bringing it down into more affordable price point and canon's been making some wrong moves oh yeah like they they were late to the mirrorless game i was shocked when i saw this i was like are you kidding me right now because somebody that's going to dump the 15 yeah are are gonna move into the Ari? They're, right. they're just they're like if I'm spending that much money, I'm not. I mean, unless six K is really then, that important to you, which no, it's not. It isn't. It if isn't. You know because, what you're doing. It's not because even now, even in 2019, the majority of people that are consuming the content, right? Yeah. It's you know you're you're producing the film, and then you have the consumers that are either going to the theater to watch it, or they're watching it on a streaming platform, or what have you. The majority of those are still watching in 1080. Yep. And this is a 2019, yep. so that doesn't matter. And you mentioned the color science with 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 Sony. We're in that space now. Like a few years ago, you would say Canon's winning the color game. Canon's skin tones and color is just light years beyond everybody else um sony was winning the low light game yep um not so much no not no. so much i mean you see i mean varicam stepped up even yeah. the black magic pocket yeah. So, yeah, is, right. is, is giving us great skin and tones. so we're we're we're, yep. we're at this convergence of technology where now the playing field is a lot more even. One yeah. one's not standing out more than the other. And I think that's the issue that like Canon now has for me is they don't have a feature that I that blows me away that I can't get from everybody else now. Okay, so I I've been in the market as you know for a new camera and I have been for a year. I've been holding out on buying a new camera. Um I was holding out in great anticipation and then let me give you a little backstory because of why am I in the new camera? Because I sold my Sony FS, to, uh, my A7S2 
because I needed to fund um, my my wife and daughter's trip to go back to the Philippines to see her mom for their her 80th birthday. Awesome. I I had no problem doing that. Wanted to make sure because that's a major life event. Sure. Like, yeah. I can get another camera at another time. Yeah. But I've been dragging my feet on making a commitment. And I was I was greatly anticipating the mirrorless Canon. And then the EOS R came out, and I'm kind of like, uh, the price point's too high for the features that you get. Right. And so, and I have friends that got it, and, and they're doing amazing things with it, but it wasn't enough for me to go, yes, I'm all in. And I've been a Canon fanboy for a long time. Um, you know, being a professional shooter in Canon CPS and all those different services and so on and so forth. So... I really wanted to like have like hey Canon come up, come out with something that really wows me and I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. and I'm separate I'm willing to separate with some bands to get it yeah right um, not so much and and then I was I'm like okay I'm I'm holding my breath for the Sony A7S three right everyone is yeah and here we are it's September. And we thought we would see it in the announcement at CES, which was January. Yeah. And then we thought, mm, okay, they're waiting until NAB. And now here we are, September, and we're still waiting. And, they, and they've announced some other cool things. but well, and, and they've announced three other mirrorless cameras since then. You right. Know, and, the so, and so I'm sitting here, and I'm like, and so we do the Vericam thing, and I'm like, you know, let me see what Panasonic has. Because yep. the GH, GH5, GH5S is pretty solid. Got some great features um, for the price. And then they have the, the S1H. S1H. Yeah, which is, that's the 5D killer. Yeah. Really. And, and so the S1H is what I'm settling on. Yeah. I don't care what gets announced. I don't care. Um, that's... It's so in the right price range. I'm making it, yeah. The it's, feature, it's right it's there by the, rich, the EOSR. The color looks great, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So I think that's the route I'm going to go. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I think, you know, their their features are awesome. The color science is awesome. The 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 body style of it is great, like a super ergonomic. Um, you know, I, I saw it at Cinegear, and, yeah, it looks great. And I don't yeah. know, and I think it's actually even cheaper than the, the 5DSR. Like, yeah. uh, I don't know why anybody wouldn't consider i mean yeah i understand if you if you want to stay canon then you stay canon whatever yeah but to not consider it as your next camera if yeah. you're in that full frame space mirrorless this is it. it's small you fit in yeah. your backpack you've got it's feature rich it's a robust tool and a small compact yeah. size and and uh, the video on it yeah. is as good as this you know a cinema yeah. camera that yeah and my 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 issue with Canon is they just keep neutering yeah. like their lower models. They just keep right. doing because they want people to go buy their C. Well, they want people to go buy the C five hundred for fifteen grand. Whatever, they're <laughs> a joke. They're, it's a yeah. joke, and and yeah. they they don't know what they're doing, and they're gonna they're gonna stop making well, cameras soon. Uh, yeah, I think um, that's a pretty harsh statement to say they don't know what they're doing, but it sure seems that way it, to an outsider. Because, yes. Uh, because for a very, very, very long time they dominated, um, and well, that's that's they got used to that. They got used yeah. to dominating, and now they don't know how to react with right. actual true competition. Yeah. And if you think that the Canon is still blowing people out of the water and there is no competition, then you're you're lying to yourself. Right. 
you, you are you are so fanboyed out yeah, that you, yeah, you just yeah. can't you can't see it. So yeah, and I think it's important. You, you know, we've talked about being a fanboy, and we've talked about the Apple event. We talk about being Canon fanboys or whatnot, um, and and that can cloud your judgment. Oh yeah, you know, and I think um, for a long time. The reason why I was on Canon wasn't because I loved Canon so much, but it was because I loved the the, the support that they gave. It, you know, if I'm at the Super Bowl and I have something goes down, CPS is on site to provide me right. uh, either a loaner, which it, it was brand new out of the box, or they had a repair and they have repair techs on site to, to fix whatever the yeah. problem was. Yeah. That service alone was what kept me in that space. Sure. Now, once I stopped shooting pro sports, it wasn't as I'm like. Once you, know, you got mm, out of the circle, yeah. No, now it's like, all right, let me let me let me find that sweet spot yeah. of what's the greatest level of value that I can get. Yeah, yeah you're not dating Canon anymore. You're right. available. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. You're you're looking at what other options you have yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I think. Gosh, the 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 C three hundred Mark II it does four K. It has the ergonomics similar, you know. And a lot of people already have that camera, and they're already using it for documentary work and stuff that the C five hundred is aimed at. I don't see them spending another fifteen grand just no, to move up for two K. The two hundred, the two hundred. I've I've seen plenty of people yeah. shooting on the two hundred that have made the the footage and post look like it came out of an Ari, right. So uh, we're in that, and you, you know, you're talking about the, with, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. We're going in circles now. <laughs> yeah. We're going in circles. So I think just the I biggest. I mean, if you just want to blow money because you just, that's I guess your, so. that's your vibe. You yeah. Know? I mean, if, you, if you're really married to Canon, then, and you're looking for, I mean, this is, this is probably the upgrade for the people that the C700 is a little too big for them, but they still want, you know, that higher res. So yeah. they're going to downgrade basically to this. Or they're at a C uh, 300 Mark One that's only you know 1080, and they want to upgrade to 4K, but they don't want to lose some of the features by going down to a C 200. That, yeah, I mean, 200 it's just, Mark Two. There's just not. <laughs> there's not a whole lot right. of reason well, for this camera. I, here's the reason. Here's probably to me the biggest reason, and I could be totally off, but it's ego. I have the newest, latest yeah. thing. Ooh, look at me. I've got the 500 Mark II. Nah, 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 I just, nah. I don't think it's in that price range. I, you, you're right. There's not enough people but I think that, that would I, care. You're right. Because people if somebody walked up to me like, and were, if somebody so. walked up to me and were like, oh man, I got the C500 Mark II. Check it out. I'd be like, that's cool. Like I, but even, there's some that would totally just geek out. But there's just not enough. <laughs> there's not enough of an audience. Yeah. Of a customer base. Mm -hmm. for that it feels like it feels like you've you've hit the sweet spot with the c200 and the c300 mark ii and there's and now the c300 mark ii is what two years old now so i mean yeah. it just it just seems really strange to me i mean the c500 mark ii is i think the same price the c300 mark ii was when it came out dude i would buy the varicam i know and I'm that's like, the other thing too that's three-year-old tech and it's five grand cheaper Okay, here's an here until okay, the end of this month. Since we're talking about gear, I stumbled on the Z Cam. Oh yeah, Z32. It's nineteen hundred bucks. It, 
Is that the and box for, one? Yeah, it's this okay. Bo- and you're it's, right, and it's a small size. It's like the size of a, a mini, mm-hmm. and I was now it's micro four thirds. They do have a, uh, I think, a full frame version and a Super Thirty Five coming out. But the features, yeah, I was like, oh, it is maybe I just kind of go amazing that for the price. I yeah. was like, oh snap. And it's like a mini red, basically. It, d- I mean, a lot yeah, of it, it looked I mean, like they were. It looked like a, they were trying to rip yeah, off red. It's actually. basically a box system mm-hmm. um, with um, kind of a module system on the back, but it's mostly just for batteries. And then you have to get a you know a monitor for it and stuff. But yeah, Zcam. I saw them at I think it was NAB. I saw them and I was super impressed. I was. I don't know how I missed them at NAB. Yeah, I was I really excited I was once I found out that they were going to have the larger, like a Super Thirty Five and a four and a uh, full frame. Excuse me version um because i'm still i'm just not quite ready to jump on the micro four thirds uh train yet i i I still kind of love my super 35 sensor size for a lot of reasons but um yeah yeah, the z cam i i think they're going to be they're going to come up quick just like they're going to be a dji type of thing they are almost to the the point where i wouldn't be surprised if like dji bought them you know in a couple years and then started slapping hasselblad Mm -hmm. sensors in there or Mm -hmm. something you know um just very straightforward sdi hdmi power um you know and and a lens mount and you're ready to rock you just need any kind of monitor that'll take sdi or hdmi and it's internal prores and uh, I think 4K and 6K and all the you know all those Ks that you want and mm-hmm. the bodies it's cheap and I think the full frame ones like maybe five grand like so it's it's just it's right in that sweet spot um, that now Komodo the red Komodo is dealing you know is kind of going against and um, oh oh this sorry side note uh, Airy announced the new light right the orbiter um, yeah this is actually really cool. Um, it's an LED based system. It's got uh, smart controls on it. Then the remote actually can come off of the unit, so you can control it wirelessly. And uh, interchangeable um, lens mounts. I put lens in quotes, but you can put like an, an ellipsoidal lens on the front of it, or just barn doors, or softbox. And uh, actually, I think I posted about it on our Instagram. And yeah, uh, this is wild. I don't know the price point yet. I don't know if anyone does, but. Uh, it looks it looks very cool and right. um, a lot of like the 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 lumen output uh, output and stuff looks good. I'm just I, I want high quality LEDs, you know. But and I like directional lighting. I like it a lot. I kind of miss it. I use a lot of tube lighting now um, with LED, but I, I love a directional light output. And yeah, I'm waiting for a really high quality one this feels like it's more probably going to be in more of a rental side and less of a purchase side just pricing knowing right. like their their sky panel pricing and stuff that's all pretty high but uh really cool thing so check out the area uh um, orbiter on online there's a lot of information about it they but that thing looks awesome yep uh, and then one more thing that was announced is black magic um has new monitor recorders so They've had these monitor oh. recorders for a couple of years now, uh-huh. but they were very simple. Um, they, I think they were five inch. I don't know if they had the seven inch at the time, but um, just they re- they record to SD cards, dual SD card slots, um, which I think is for relay or simultaneous. And then, um, but they was just like it was just straight 1080, you know. But now so, they've so- released like a, a Mark II of them, basically. And they're gonna—they're basically Atomos competitor 
monitors. I was now. just gonna say, wow. But the thing that Atomos doesn't do is a five inch monitor with SDI Correct. that can come from an FS5. Well, or you can 7 get the Ninja, or, but you need the module. Yeah, you're not you getting need, the raw yeah, output. That's so correct. This might be the replacement for maybe some five inch situations because that the Shogun Inferno, as much as I love it, uh, it's it's big, big. It is. It's a seven inch screen, and it's for just somebody who's running and, and gunning. And I wanted, yeah. I want my monitor just a little bit smaller. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fine on a tripod. You know, you can right. really check focus and everything. But if I'm lugging that thing around the desert, it's it's rough. It's right. rough to do. So I'm actually super interested in this. Um, I think the five inch one is four hundred, maybe five hundred, and the seven inch one is going to be nine ninety nine. And it has four K SDI out. Uh, well, in and out. So it's got to pass through as well. So, yeah, it should be wow. able to record. So I'm actually really curious to see once the specs come out if it can take FS5 RAW um, and then record to SD. Because if it can record to SD cards, like, what the heck is going Like, why isn't everybody doing that? I don't know if right. there's going to be some sort of a file limitation on it or what, but the information is still pretty fresh. But this is exciting for me to kind of have an al alternative to uh, atomos because right now there isn't really one i mean there's the odyssey right but it, it's to me it's not in the same well you league. know what surprises me is is that because um small hd has been in the monitor game for quite some time yeah and it wouldn't take much for them to convert one of their 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 monitor system into a recorder i don't know why they haven't yeah i mean maybe they're just waiting to see if they can buy out somebody because they're owned by i think it's vitech group is like the the parent company of mm -hmm. all of them so anton bauer small hd teradec they're all owned by vitech um i think that's the name i might be wrong on that but I, maybe they're just waiting until i don't know i mean there's not a whole lot of competition yeah i don't know why you would wait mobile recorders i, I don't because yeah. because I mean, may, maybe wait until what the Ninja got released and when it released without the SDI. Yeah. Then like because there's a major jump. need for it. I yeah. don't. I don't know why they haven't gone that route yet. I mean, yeah, maybe they're waiting on something and, to buy and, out. And or, and so you know, and that brings up the whole, you know, is is SDI more desirable or is HDMI more desirable? Because you're talking, if you make it HDMI, then you've got more prosumer. Right level people that might jump into it. Well, I mean, might. if you look at the Shogun, it's got both. Right. So just get you got to figure that out. But then now you're in Shogun, and I it's know. bigger. It's bigger, and I, I wouldn't mind something that was just strictly an SDI. Like this is for you SDI people, right? And that's what because right now HDMI is still in its 2.0. I don't think 2.1 or 3.0 or whatever they're going to call the next one is out yet. It's still limited. Yeah. HDMI can only send a 4K 60 at most signal. Right. Um, it cannot do 4K 120, which I, I shoot a lot of 2K 120, 4K 120 burst. Um, I do a lot of that. And yeah, for so, that sweet slow-mo. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think... I think that it's just something that it's it's an area that could use more competition. Right. Um, and yeah. I think this is great. I think it's good that Atomos is getting, or sorry, I think it's good that Blackmagic is getting into it. 
and uh, with like something that could seriously be a competitor to Atomos because there just isn't one. I mean, audio devices, that company, they have a, another branch called video devices and they have one, that, but it's not the same. It doesn't take raw input and all that. Yeah. Odyssey has a recorder, but you have to buy the raw license. At least you used to back in the day. I don't know if that's still a thing, which ups the price. I could buy a couple hundred dollars. Like in that price range, Atomos right. is king currently, and they, yeah. they need more they're, competition. They're, cru- they're crushing it and have been, and yeah. they've been. I mean, they've if monopolized they could just, if that they could just market. make their screens a little stronger, yeah. I, I've gone through a few, so I mean, we granted we have six units here, yeah. so it, it's going to happen. Six units and twelve users, so it, it's we you know years. It's been years. It's not like it, it's not like one every month happens, but we've broken we've shattered we didn't shatter but we, we've spider glassed a few of them so yeah I, I would just like to see them get a little bit heftier I, from what i understand maybe the the ninja and the seven the shogun seven well if they're in bed with apple better, maybe they can get that new fancy iphone glass oh my gosh yeah we'll see how it's still glass though people it's still glass i know i mean the video was pretty impressive but it it's was, also a yeah. video to show how impressive it is so right, of course yeah. it's going to be impressive right uh yeah anyways you got anything else to say about gear and ibc man i you know um i don't know i don't i don't right now and with that let's end the show yeah yeah it's been a good it's a good talk yeah it's been a good year Eric. it has i'm dude i i'm so glad that we did this to be yeah. honest and not that it's over i'm glad to see what the next year holds i mean I, we have some friends that have been that just uh announced on variety this new film that, yep. that they don't and we're we're gonna leave that a secret but he has said that um he'd be a guest on the show so yeah. we're excited to i'm to pretty bring excited about that guests. actually so it'll be really um, cool that'll that'll hopefully before the end of the year i mean he's got press and stuff for that so we'll see how that kind of goes yeah but. so um we're gonna kind of keep that yep until we have official uh uh, times confirmation and yeah. in, in interview times for that but i'm excited to mm-hmm. to jump into that um and uh and yeah so i think that's it for this week well eric thanks for thanks for bringing this idea up and and starting us and keeping us going for a whole year yeah um and and introducing us to quite a few interesting people um sending was a lot of fun this year it was it, it was, was a awesome. very kind of eye-opening what this could be kind of moment um and we plan on, on we had a lot of that lined up so yeah we're, we've we're leveled planning. up a game we've got the we've got the podcast what is uh, what is, i don't even know what it's called <laughs> the road podcaster the road, pro yeah we've got our no, little no, mixer the roadcaster pro the sorry roadcaster pro and we got the pun. mics and the, the yeah i mean we're ready like we're we're i could have bought better stands but you know what you live and you learn yeah i it's mean it's fine it's all yeah that's it's fine. fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it'll be fine it's fine well eric where can they find us online um yeah they can find us on twitter at the easy podcast you can find us on instagram at the easy podcast you can find us on youtube at the easy podcast show and if you have any questions comments concerns or complaints you can send those to zach at the easy podcast show at gmail.com i'll probably listen to him yeah i'll maybe even read the best one out yeah and and respond and res- well, i'll respond yeah but oh, you can I'll also respond. find zach on instagram and twitter at zach abbots yeah i mostly just tweet angry things at usps yeah also i kind of i man the easy podcast one a little bit so uh look for some tweets on there and uh 
get get those get those reviews to us. Let's let's hear what you think. I would love nothing more than to give away some free movie tickets. Seriously, it doesn't like matter I, what country like you're in. Just I'm let us ready. Know. I'm ready. Yeah, we'll like, figure it I'm, out. I'm ready to. do We'll it. figure it out. If you're in yeah. Finland, we'll figure out how to give you movie tickets. Like, Sweet. Don't even just just figure it out. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Review us. It'll be fun. You can find Eric on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. LinkedIn, uh, MySpace. Wow, uh, you said MySpace and Squarespace. LinkedIn. Wow. Uh, no, not Squarespace. Uh, fr- Snapchat and yeah. TikTok. Oh, Snapchat and TikTok. <laughs> He's, <laughs> he is at Eric Thurston on all of those apps. Yeah. Uh, hit him up. Laugh laugh at his, his funny dad jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Uh, I need the encouragement. He needs the encouragement because I'm not giving it to him. No. Uh, yeah. Any, anyways, guys, thanks for a year. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to anything else uh, by us, please go back. There's some great conversations back in May and June. Uh, listen to those and then uh, yeah, keep on listening. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll hear you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.